Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about Laringo Malaysia. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash Malaysia or in the respiratory section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Laringo Malaysia. Laringo Malaysia is a condition that affects infants where the part of the larynx above the vocal cords, which is called the supraglottic larynx, is structured in a way that allows it to cause partial airway obstruction. And this leads to a chronic stridor during inspiration, when the larynx flops across the airway as the child breathes in. Stridor is a harsh whistling sound that's caused by air being forced through an obstruction of the upper airway. Let's talk about the structural changes that occur in laryngomalacia. There are two ariepiglottic folds at the entrance of the larynx, and they run between the epiglottis and the arytenoid cartilages. They are either side of the airway, and their role is to constrict the opening of the airway to prevent food or fluids from entering the larynx and the trachea. In laryngomalacia, the ariepiglottic folds are shortened which pulls on the epiglottis and changes its shape into a characteristic omega shape. In patients who have laryngomalacia, the tissue that surrounds the supraglottic larynx is softer and has less tone, and this means it can flop across the airway. This happens particularly during inspiration as the airway moves through the larynx to the lungs and pulls the floppy tissue across the airway to partially occlude it. This partial obstruction of the airway generates the whistling sound, which is stridor. So how did it present? Well, laryngomalacia occurs in infants and it peaks around six months of age. It presents with an inspiratory stridor, which is a harsh whistling sound when breathing in. Usually this is intermittent and becomes more prominent when the patient is feeding, upset, lying on their back, or during upper respiratory tract infections. Infants who have laryngomalacia do not usually have associated respiratory distress. It can cause some difficulties with feeding, but it's very rare for it to cause complete airway obstruction or any other complications. Let's talk about the disease course and the management. As the child grows and the larynx matures, the problem starts to resolve as the larynx is better able to support itself and it stops flopping over the airway. Usually no interventions are required and the child can be monitored as they grow out of the condition. Rarely performing a tracheostomy may be necessary and this involves inserting a tube through the front of the neck into the trachea, bypassing the larynx. Surgery is also an option to alter the tissue in the larynx and improve symptoms. But as I said, most children don't require any intervention and they'll grow out of it with time. So thanks for listening to this episode on laryngomalacia. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. And you can find all the episodes available in the audiobook version, which is available on Audible. You can also find videos, illustrations, and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode which will be on whooping cough.